This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. Right here on the BetQL Network, Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Thursday getting set for game one of the NBA Finals tonight. Golden State, a four-point favorite in the game, favorite in the series. Let's talk to a guy who knows these teams, knows this league well. His name is Ryan McDonough. He's our Odyssey NBA insider. He's joining us on the Roman guest line. Ryan, welcome back to the show as we get set for game one tonight. Warriors, a four-point favorite, and um, and the rest factor is interesting heading tonight because they've been off about a week here. Do you think that will factor in tonight? And if it does, is it an advantage for the Warriors having all this time off? Hi, good morning, guys. Always great to be on with you three. I think it does advantage the Warriors in game one tonight. Just think of the path the Celtics have had to take to get to this point. They played the Brooklyn Nets in round one, the preseason title favorite. That was a sweep, but the games, all four games are relatively close. And then they had two consecutive seven-game battles, first against the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo, the best player in the league in round two. And then Miami last round, obviously the Celtics could have closed it out in six games at home on Friday night. They were not able to do that, had to travel back down to South Beach for game seven on Sunday and then fly cross country after heading back to Boston briefly to Golden State. So I, I think everything sets up for the Warriors tonight. Uh, I believe they got healthier with guys like Andre Iguodala, um, Otto Porter, Gary Payton having additional time to rest. So, um, you know, we'll talk about series predictions and all that, I'm sure, in a minute. But I like the way tonight lines up in game one for the Warriors. Yeah, that certainly makes sense. What about uh, big picture for the entire series? Is there a specific matchup that you think can decide it? Well, I, the, the biggest question I have, uh, let, let me do it on both sides of the, of the, the ball. For Boston, it's do they have enough perimeter defenders to rotate at Golden State's explosive trio? Now with the emergence of Jordan Poole, you have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, who are going to the Hall of Fame. Steph, who probably has the most gravitational pull of any player in the league, just with the amount of defensive attention he attracts. Um, so Marcus Smart, I'm sure we'll get that assignment early on, as long as he's healthy, which it looks like he is. He is off of the most recent injury report I saw. But then if, if Smart struggles with Curry or is in foul trouble, or if he gets injured again, if that injury flares up, who else is going to guard Steph? That's the question I have on that side. And then on the other side, guys, and one reason I think the Celtics have a good chance is do the Warriors have enough perimeter defenders to slow down the wings of Boston? They're two great young wings, uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I strongly feel that Andrew Wiggins will get 
the primary assignment on Jason Tatum, but then who's the secondary defender on, on Jalen Brown? I, I think if that is Clay Thompson, uh, that's an advantageous matchup for the Celtics. So that's really what I have my eye on. Um, you know, I, I know what a lot of the betting markets say, and a lot of the experts seem to lean strongly toward Golden State. Uh, I, however, think it's going to be a much closer series than that. I think these two teams are relatively evenly matched. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So you'd be proud of me. I bet your Celtics to beat the Warriors back in early April, 16 to 1. So you think my bet might have a chance. Holy cow. That, that was a tremendous bet. And as you know, Aaron, I've been banging the drum on the Celtics for the last three or four months now. Ever since the new year, something clicked and they really took off on both ends of the court, especially defensively. I think they've been by far the best defensive team in the NBA over the last three or four months. So. Yeah, that is my pick. I, you know, I don't know if we or I want to save that to the end, but uh, I do think the Celtics are going to win the series. I have them winning it in seven games. I realize game seven would be in San Francisco. But keep in mind, guys, if you, if you look at the recent history of game sevens, um, that recently home court advantage in game seven has been less important than it has in, in the past. And over, over the course of history, uh, we just saw it the other night with the Boston Celtics going down to Miami and winning Game 7 in FTX Arena. Uh, so you know, over time, I'd say the home team wins about 80% uh, of, of, of the games, sevens, if my memory serves me correctly. But recently, um, the road team has won a lot of those games. So I think it's going to be a long, hard-fought series. Uh, I do not see um, you know, Boston's defense in particular getting shredded like Golden, by, by Golden State's high-powered offense like some people do. I think this is a heck of a matchup. I think there are significant uh, strengths and weaknesses on both sides, and uh, I'm going to go with Celtics and seven. So, Ryan, I'm with you on, on the idea that Boston will not get shredded by Golden State's offense. And part of the reason I think that is I don't, I don't really trust right now secondary scorers on Golden State. Steph is Steph, and he'll get his points, and he will dominate at times. But I have some worry about who's going to step up as the second score. What are you seeing with Klay Thompson? I mean, he had the big game to end last series, but it's been up and down. Jordan Poole up and down. Um, do you trust those guys or someone else, Wiggins, to step up? Because I, I keep thinking about it like, all right, Brown and Tatum are going to do their thing. They're going to get their points. I just wonder who the second guy in this series is to help Steph out on a consistent basis. I think it has to be Jordan Poole. I think Clay will be up and down. One of the things to keep an eye on with Clay, and this is important for your listeners who bet in game or props and things like that, um, Clay has struggled in the first half in a lot of games. He's gotten off the slow starts in the first half and then has played a lot better in the second half of games. Keep in mind he was out for two and a half years with multiple significant injuries. Uh, so I wonder if some of that is, is getting loose. Uh, some of that may be mental in terms of the confidence in terms of you know building up his body, getting comfortable in the flow of the game, breaking a sweat, uh, gaining confidence you know in, in his knee and Achilles and some of the different injuries he's had, and then uh, feeling you know in rhythm in the second half of the game. So that's something uh, to keep an eye on. But um, I, I agree with your, your concern, Joe. The Celtics' defense is too good just to ease into it or think, well, Steph Curry's great, so he'll carry us offensively. Um, this is a historically good defense, at least the way they played over the last couple months. If Robert Williams is healthy and Marcus Smart is relatively healthy, they don't have a lot of weaknesses defensively. Uh, they are a strong physical team. And that's for me, guys, as much as uh, what the series will come down to as anything. Boston will want the series to be slow, physical, rugged, defensive-minded. 
Golden State will want it to be up tempo. Uh, a lot of points, you know, threes flying, a lot of points scored on both ends. Uh, so who can win the, the tempo and style of play battles? And I think the officiating will have a lot to do with that. Uh, if the officials call it tight, that benefits Golden State. If they let them play, that benefits the Boston Celtics. Right. What about uh, what so far from these two teams? Boston, obviously, the more impressive path. They come out and they sweep the Nets. Then they get through grueling series with the Bucks and Heat, both going seven games. Then you look on the Warriors' side and how these two teams match up, I think it could be fair to say, have the Warriors been tested in the postseason? Nuggets in five, they got the Grizzlies, and we had that John Moran injury, of course, and they were able to take care of the Mavs in five. Now, you give them credit for moving on, and uh, they weren't pushed to seven games in any of those series but it doesn't seem like Golden State has been tested anywhere near the level that Boston has. I wholeheartedly agree with that statement, Joe, and, and that's one of the reasons where people who are predicting, you know, Warriors in five or Golden State dominance against the Celtics team, I, I just don't see it. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I don't see it, though, because of the path that you mentioned. I thought there were four elite teams coming into the playoffs. In the Western Conference, the Golden State Warriors and Phoenix Suns, who Golden State avoided when Dallas thumped Phoenix in Game 7 in the conference semifinals. Uh, and then in the East, I thought the winner of, and I said this obviously at the time, uh, the winner of the Milwaukee Bucks and Boston Celtics series was going to go on to win the Eastern Conference and play for the championship, which, which happened. Boston is through. Um, so, so now I, I think this is by far the best opponent the Warriors have faced. This is by far the best defense the Warriors have faced in the playoffs. And that's where... I think people can get a little carried away uh, with Golden State whipping up on inferior opponents. I think Phoenix certainly would have tested Golden State, maybe beaten Golden State in a seven-game series. That matchup didn't happen. So, um, you know, I, I, maybe I'm too bullish on Boston. I did work for the franchise for a decade, and I'm from the area, so I have strong ties to the Celtics. But um, just just trying to look at it as, as objectively as I can, I think these teams are relatively evenly matched. I think Boston has the better defense. Golden State has the better offense. Both teams have health issues. Uh, Golden State has more experience, but I like the Celtics' depth a little better. Uh, and, and you bake all that together, uh, I think it comes down to a heck of a matchup. And, you know, I'm serious. That I don't see any way it end in less than six games. And, again, I'll stick with my prediction of Celtics in seven. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm curious your thoughts on KD, and I'm sure you've heard Draymond said that Steph was double teamed seven times more than him, and then KD said those were false comments. Do you think he regrets leaving Golden State, or is he just that type of dude who kind of beats to his own drum and doesn't really care? Everything I've heard about Kevin Durant is that he is very much his own man, Aaron, and that he doesn't really listen to what other people think of him or say about him. Um, you know, obviously leaving OKC when they had their great teams was somewhat controversial in the first place with Russell Westbrook. Obviously they had traded James Harden, but Serge Ibaka and Westbrook were still on the roster, and that was a team that was positioned to be among the best in the NBA for the next five or ten years uh, when KD left. He heard the criticism of joining a 73-win Warriors team, and the only real reason he was able to do that was because the salary cap spiked 
in 2016, and, and that's put together one of the best uh, teams in NBA history. Um, and then Kevin, you know, after going to with the finals, I think every year winning a couple championships, uh, decided that, you know, he didn't want to do that anymore. He wanted to go to Brooklyn. So I don't think he really cares what anybody else says. I, in fact, I, I think the, the best example of that is how he engages with people on Twitter and social media, you know, stuff that <laughs> as an executive or PR person or member of the media, you wouldn't advise a current player to go back at fans like that and troll people like that. But uh, yeah, that's just who KD is. He, he's a hooper. Uh, he doesn't really do a whole lot other than basketball. He loves the game. Um, and I, I just think he's going to you know, do what he feels is best and what he wants to do. And whatever anybody else says about it uh, doesn't really seem to bother him that much. Ryan, you're on the Celtics side here, so let's talk about MVP. Jason Tatum, I'm seeing plus 175. Uh, he's the, the shortest number for a Celtic and, and likely the, the guy that would get it if they win. Jalen Brown, 11-1. to Marcus Smart, 41-1. to uh, They strike me as interesting because Tatum could fill it up and score and do a lot of things, and Smart's going to be on Steph Curry a lot, and career-wise, he's done a good job defending him. Uh, where, where would you look for finals MVP? Would you, would you play it safe with a Jason Tatum play, or do you think there's some value there? Jalen Brown 11-1, to Marcus Smart 41-1, to if it is the Celtics raising that trophy. Well, Smart certainly is an intriguing pick, uh, just given that there is some precedent. In fact, the precedent for a defender limiting the other team's great player is sitting on Golden State's bench in this series. That's Andre Iguodala, who won the finals MVP a few years back when he limited LeBron James. So, um, you know, there's some good value there, I think, at 40-1. to 1. Um, what, what I would pick if I were spending my money and realizing that Tatum is likely to win it if the Celtics win, but I think Jalen Brown at 11-1, to 1, um, given that, you know, I, again, I'm, I'm having trouble figuring out who on the Warriors is going to defend him if Wiggins is matched up uh, primarily or exclusively on Jason Tatum, then who guards Jalen Brown? I don't think the Warriors have a good matchup for him. And one of the other things that's really been impressive, guys, when you dig into the numbers is look at what Jalen Brown has done in the fourth quarter of NBA playoff games this year. It's been staggering. His fourth quarter numbers are off the charts. So given that this series is probably going to be relatively close and that fourth quarter and who decides – the winners in these games will come down to execution late. Uh, I, I like Jalen Brown's ability to do that, to make clutch shots. That wins games. You guys know how that will influence the voters as well. So if it were my money, again, thinking that Boston is going to win the series, I'd love and hammer Jalen Brown at 11-1. to 1. Wow, that's a good angle. I like that. Uh, I want to go back to uh, just game one for people betting tonight, not so much some of the big picture MVP and series stuff. When um, – we have the, the Warriors three-and-a-half, four-point favorites tonight. When we look back and we see over the last 17 years, the home team has won game one 16 out of 17 years. They've covered game one in 15 out of 17 years. Does that tell you, oh, okay, that makes sense. The better team has home court, so the better team is coming out in front of their crowd and winning game one. That makes sense, or is that just kind of – does that signal something that, you know what, usually you expect that game one home team to come out on fire and win in front of their crowd? Yeah, I think there are a number of factors. I think the 
home court advantage, obviously, and also the moment of being in the finals, watching some of the reporting yesterday out of San Francisco. Uh, Boston has a young team, and they have nobody on their roster who's played in an NBA Finals game. Golden State has well over 100 games combined. So, so I think there can be a starstruck element. You see it sometimes in the Super Bowl or these huge events where guys on the biggest stage, initially it takes them some time to ease into the game, and they have adrenaline flowing and, and nerves early. Look, look for, uh, we'll see if there are a few air balls or shots just off the backboard early in the game where guys are too pumped up coming out of the gate. So I, I think, um, I, again, I'm picking Boston to win the series, uh, but I think Golden State wins tonight, and I think they cover tonight. I think Boston will settle down probably as the game goes on, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's a Golden State flurry early, uh, given how well they've played at home. They haven't lost a game at home in the playoffs, given their experience, and given that the Celtics are new to this championship stage. Ryan, really quick, great. is there a favorite? Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say favorite player prop really quick that you would like for tonight. I'm, I'm going to stick with the uh, Jalen Brown theme. Um, you know, keep, keep an eye on his, his points. Um, maybe I'm, I'm overly fixated on this matchup, guys, but I don't see a good defender for him. So uh, I'd look for the overscoring from Brown, uh, at least early in this series. We'll see if Golden State adjusts as it goes on. But, again, I think Brown's going to have a big series. Stuff, Ryan. We always appreciate you hopping on. Ryan McDonough on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for EDL from the comfort of privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. So Ryan McDonough is on the Celtics. Who are we on tonight? Our plays, our picks, lightning bets up next across the game one of the NBA. Hockey, baseball, home run props, all to come next right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.